Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello there. We didn't see you. But it's another episode of Money Honeys with Freddie, Chantel, and Devin. It's time again to talk money, honey. Growl. <laughs> she has a note here that someone should growl. So yeah, it was an asterisk. I'm not making anyone growl, but it's suggested. I'll purr. I don't know if I can growl this morning. I think if I growl, something might come up. <laughs> it's, too, it's too much. Too early. Ladies, do we enjoy making money? Yes. yes. Oh, sorry. That's why I like. <laughs> but do we always know what to do with that money? No. 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 Well, we're in the right place today because we're talking all about budgeting 101. So it's like you made a little money. Good for you. Now what? What's next? All right, gals. How are we doing this week? Okay, so this morning (laughs) I broke a nail. Y'all can't see because this is not a visual medium unless you're on YouTube, in which case, hi. Um, I broke a nail. Um, I'm not happy about that because that's going to be dollar signs to get that fixed. Oh. Yeah. And then I walked out to my car and I got one of those little messages that are like, we buy junk cars. <laughs> you know, it's no. so rude. It's rude when they put that in your car. Yes. I, well, see, here's the thing about my car. It's a family heirloom. <laughs> my grandmother legit gave it to me as like she's she was passing away. It was like her biggest like she chose that car. She called it her sports car. It's not a sports car. <laughs> It's a Civic, right? It's a Toyota Corolla, oh, yeah. 2001. <laughs> but here's how I know it's good. Yeah. Because every time I go get it fixed or go to a car wash or go to a valet and there's like an older Latino gentleman there, mm-hmm. he always wants to buy it off of me. They know. They know. They, they know. know. And they always tell me, never get rid of this car. This is a good car. Yeah, they always, they're always like, it's a, and you, how many miles? They always peek their head in. <laughs> and they're like, how many miles you got? And I'm, it's under 100,000. Wow. Yeah, 2001 Toyota Corolla. I only got 79,000 miles. Wow. Yes, you do. Keep that. You really do. But anyway, it's just disrespectful that they do that to me. It's like junk cars. She may not have like eyeliner on. She may not have all the bells and whistles or whatever the fuck. An eyelash is falling off. (laughs) Yeah. A nail is coming off. But she's not junk. She's not junk. She's not junk. So I took that personally this morning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would too. I'm. I took it personally when you said it. I feel like Fred and I were offended. Yeah, absolutely. I'm that Michael Jordan meme where he's like, and I took that personally. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I met this morning, y'all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys, this week has actually been a tough week for me. Yes. Mm. I'm so sorry. Mm. Why? <laughs> I just went, yes. I'm so sorry. Why? <laughs> Lots of fraud on my bank account. <gasps> Who? No. What'd they get? What'd they try to get? What did they try to get? I need to know. They spent $6,000 <gasps> on an old Navy visa. They took so- out... $10,500 for our fake investment accounts. <gasps> oh, the, so they moved the list, fast. The list goes on, and it's a lot of money. <gasps> Fred. You didn't 
tell us this? He buried the lead. I, I wanted to share. I wanted to have an authentic reaction for <laughs> <laughs> for this moment exactly. I'm in our cry. group chat, we say stuff, and Fred's like, "Save it for the podcast." Yes. <laughs> She's like, "Don't say Don't it." Say it. <laughs> authentic reactions, you guys. Hey, yeah, Frederica. So I've been spending most of this week on the phone oh with my, my bank, um, and it's not like it's just like one. It's like a lot of different vendors, a lot of different, some some random PayPal stuff, Old Navy gift cards, investment accounts. And the reason I didn't catch on to it was because it started happening right around tax time. So I'm like, oh yeah, obviously a lot of money's coming out of my account. Right, because Uncle Scam. Because Uncle, Uncle Scam, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't catch on right away until I was actually meeting with Jess Marino yesterday. <gasps> and, I, and I just, because I wanted to save it for how I was like, does this have anything to do with like the new 401k you set up? Like I yeah. see these like investment. I'm like, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. She's yeah. like, no, that wasn't us. She's and like, like, the old Navy was not was me. Not me. <laughs> she was like, so you should probably call your bank and get it sorted out. Like from your bank account? Or is it a credit card? No. So y'all, I think, I actually think it was an inside job. What? <gasps> because this account has the majority of my money in it. It was acting as my savings. Yeah. Oh. And then, and so there's no debit, no, nothing, no, it doesn't even have a debit card attached to it. Yeah. It's literally just, it's just my account information. So it's like a high yield savings account. No, oh. And, and it got switched to checking because um, I was taking money out for like reno and stuff. So right. they were like, you're taking too much. I was like, fine. But apparently that just makes it less, you know, protected. Mm. It just became another checkings account. Oh. And that's when everything just started flying out of there. No. And I wasn't getting any type of like notifications, nothing. Because yeah. it wasn't a debit or credit. Oh. My. So, Whoa. yeah. Freddy. Oh my God. Yeah. They could have, it could have been through online banking too. Wow. I don't know. Poor Fred. I know. Oh, baby. So it's Fred. been, it's been a, it's been a trying, a trying week. But, it's getting resolved relatively quickly. Mm. Good. Which is good. They're giving putting money back in your account. Yes. Okay. Yes, which is good, but it's still just like a traumatic thing. It's so traumatic. It's like for it to be that much money right. is crazy. And when I went in today to just like see if they were like starting to credit the account. So the account that they were basically like when they freeze an account Money can go in, but it can't come out, right? Mm. So I was like checking it. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. They are still taking. They, yes, there's more, like more processing charges from yesterday, like that oh. weren't there yesterday, like four thousand dollars. Four thousand process. Yeah, like these are big chunks of money. Oh my god. And I'm just like, wow, wow. So Freddie, wow, oh. wow, 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 wow. Inside job. Wow. Okay. So who do we who do we have to call? Like, right. Who, who do I beat up? I, I'm Next home, on the pod, a Next private pod. investigator. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. So yeah, um, Shanti. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I I've also just had like a very off week. I didn't have tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> stolen. So now I'm like, I'm a baby. <laughs> Yeah. For being like, no, my no, week no. was hard. No, 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 no. <laughs> I literally got on and complained about my nails. So, <laughs> well, I also have a nail to complain about because mine is black and blue. 
again, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you get to see Devin's broken nail and my purple nail. <laughs> We're really making you all want to like tune into the visuals. Well, look at my nails. <laughs> Fred's nails are perfect. At least she has that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, because I dropped my partner off at the airport, got home, immediately smashed my thumb in my car door. Like just hearing that makes yeah. that, gives like a visceral reaction. You're like sinking my body down. I don't know what's going on. No matter what chair I sit in, it just slowly sinks. <laughs> as I'm, I'm like, I don't understand why. Can we trade chairs? Yes. I'm so curious yes, if yes. it's me. No, it's not you. It's like how my butt like distributes the weight. It's Guys. like uneven on the lever. <laughs> We're just gonna. This is this, this is a test. This is a test. This is a science podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> We're women in STEM. <laughs> but for real though, uh, if we say that, we'll probably get more like sponsors. <laughs> women in STEM. Let's change the category of this podcast <laughs> to science. <laughs> I mean, the science of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I smashed my thumb in the door. Uh, I don't remember the shit hurting as much as it has been hurting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. It hurt for like 48 hours straight. And then finally yesterday, I was like, oh, okay, this doesn't, th like, this is fine. I can like function without my thumb, mm -hmm. but I can function. Because yeah. before I would like get up and walk around because I had like shit to do. Mm -hmm. And then like the blood would start rushing to it and it would start throbbing even more oh my God. and so it's like then i would sit down and it would be hurting like crazy just like the pressure that yeah. built up in my thumb was nuts um and then one day before this i got electric drums oh and set them up and i was really excited to be like practicing all week long no i know you, you had to it's had to wait it's had to, it's wait. Had to wait literally i was there for like two hours like plugging in all my stuff you know i like yes, setting things you up do. you do reading you know, all I the like directions i I, re I love mm. reading the instructions god bless doing it all you know whatever and i was like it's perfect i had like one little night of like playing my <laughs> playing my grooves and then the next day oh my god. A little thumb i know i hate that for you i know Thank you. We just can't have nice things, you guys. We can't have nice things. I know. Chantel can't even have a chair. I <laughs> okay, so what's the so what's the the science? The yeah, science. she's not. She, I'm not sinking, but also I'm tall, so maybe it's like the perfect. Oh, so you're you're like able to just be. Yeah, I think lower. it's already down in yeah. the lowest setting. Yeah, but it's fine. But I think I raise it up a lot. One because I'm short. Two because I have a disproportionately short torso. <laughs> We're just like very exciting things today, right? <laughs> very bodily. Didn't expect it to be as bodily really as it was. Super bodily intro. <laughs> it's Money Honey's the yes. body edition. <laughs> <laughs> Next week will be face. Next week will be hands. <laughs> Sinking our teeth into this one, gals. Oh my God. Uh, anyways. anyways, I don't remember what the segue is, but oh. Well, okay. Let's so get my drums. Yeah, let's get back into the drums. My drums that just remain unused. How expensive were they? How expensive? Yeah. <sighs> uh -oh. Okay, so here's the thing. I Y'all know I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. My partner is not. I don't know if I knew you were cheap. I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> she loves a budget. I, lo I love a budget. 
there's kind of no budget for these. It was a little bit, it was spur of the moment at the time, but I had been thinking about them for a while. Okay. And then my partner's like, it'll make you happy. Let's just do it. And so the next thing I knew, we went from a bridal shower to Guitar Center, and then there were drums in the car. This is heartwarming. That's so sweet. I love this. Yes. It's very sweet. It's so funny. And random. And but random. also very sweet. <laughs> but also <laughs> very y'all, you know? Yes. You go from a bridal shower uh-huh. to yeah. Guitar Center. Yes, to Guitar Center. Were they on budget? Like, it's not that they were off budget. It's just, it's like they weren't like in the budget. <laughs> yeah, they just they weren't. They just happened. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're not like breaking the bank or anything like that. It's not like, oh no, we can't pay, you know, but it's just like they're just there. So let's talk about budgets today. Oh, yes. Because I would love to talk about budgets. Yes. I mean, I think we're on the brink of a financial collapse mm-hmm. in general. Fun, Fun. stuff. <laughs> Fun, cute stuff. <laughs> Um, so it might be nice to know like how to count up our monies because that's what budgeting really is. How yeah. to count up our monies and allocate our monies. Because my <laughs> idea of budgeting is just logging onto my bank account, looking at my numbers, going, seems right. <laughs> <laughs> no old Navy visa charges. I'm good. There's no strategy. Right. There's nothing there. <laughs> just me glancing. Yeah. I had a budget like way back in the day. And then now, as like salaries have changed, finances have combined, like I'm the one who pays all the bills. And so I'm like, okay, I know kind of like, like there's kind of like a, a mythical number in my head that I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this, this is fine. Mm-hmm. We're, we're good with this. But I'm like, budget? Who is she? Who Who is she? I've known her before. Yeah. I, I stay looking at all the bank accounts. I'm like, what was this $2 charge for? And my partner's like, I've also been frauded. A few times, and so I'm like, I just need to make sure that like our Amexes are not getting hacked. Mm-hmm. I need to be more on it, like you. Maybe yeah. I would have seen those old Navy Visa credit card charges. I mean, earlier, it just you can be on it, and then the one week that you're busy, you won't check it, yep. and then that's when it'll mm-hmm. happen to you. You know, it's not you. I was on TikTok the other night, and old baby does have some really cute like onesies. <laughs> That some girls, some hotties on TikTok were wearing and talking about. And I was like, wow, maybe I should go to Old Navy. Maybe that's, they cleaned them out. They Honestly. Were, they were really cute onesies though, Fred. So you can't be that mad. No. I refuse. I refuse. $6,000 is a high price for those amount of onesies, but they're really cute. I'm going to send you a link right now. I Send me the link. Send me the link. Okay. <laughs> you appreciate fashion. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But anyways, so I have a guest here today. Oh, my God. Yes. He's a financial planner. His name is George Azar. And I want to bring him on. And he's going to talk to us about budgeting. And we're going to play a little game called Money Myths. We love a game. Oh, my God. Find out what it is after after the the break. break. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. 
It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. All right, y'all, we are back. Now, let's jump into our little game of money myths. Ooh. Yes. It's just true or false. <laughs> but you added a fun little creepy name to it. But, it's, it. but it's called money, money myths. <laughs> Sounds juicy. I'm in. It's real juicy. Financial juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we have George Azar here who is a financial planner and CPA and founder of Holistic Budget. George, tell us a little something about about you, about your business, about everything that you do. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. This is so great. I'm I'm loving it. Thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I started Holistic Budget actually a few years ago. Uh, it was around my own uh, struggles with money. Funny enough, I'm a CPA and I have struggles with money. And what I realized was that anything that's kept in darkness is actually what what festers in us. And so mm-hmm. I just started being open and honest to my friends, family members about my money struggles mm-hmm. and realized that this was the cure for our money needs in a sense. So I started this organization to be transparent um, about you know budgeting, credit cards, taking shame out of the equation mm-hmm. and, and Im- implementing empathy um, and just being able to help other people just kind of of redefine their relationship with money. Wow, that is so Ugh. refreshing. Yeah, we hear. love. Yes, we love. Because I think that a lot of like financial, like the f- whole financial industry, is done from the perspective of the rich. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, oh, we've got it all figured out. You can bank with us, or you can work with us if you too have it figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you can't. And this is something my dad said to me a long time ago, and it's resonated throughout my life. But you can't be bad with money if you don't have money. And I think a lot of times people get money, start making money, and they don't know what to do with it because yep. it's the first time they've ever really had it in their lives. And then the shame comes in, right? Yeah. You know, and then we're like, oh, what's wrong with me? Why don't I know these answers? Blah, blah, blah. But we weren't taught this shit in high school. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Taught yeah. pre cal I don't remember any of that. Sure don't. <laughs> sure don't. No, or geometry ma'am. or no. like, yeah, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And you're absolutely right. And I think I have a theory. I'm just saying it's a theory. I think that there is a much more sinister plot in that with companies keeping people dependent upon the system because mm. where there's no knowledge, there's dependency. And so I think that that, you know, financial literacy, how to do your own taxes, mm-hmm. like all these different types of like understanding the financial structures and, and everything. I mean, there they're, they are complex, I believe, for a reason. And mm. so being able to bring education and knowledge into this subject that is that literally impacts every single person's life is 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 foundational. Yeah. Wow. Oh, 
Let's do it, George. Let's, <laughs> Let's do, do it. it. I'm Let's inspired. Do it. I'm so inspired. I feel like the American flag should drop <laughs> behind you. <laughs> With, with the gay and the trans faces. flag too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our American flag is that. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Uh, Amazing. Okay, we love getting expert answers to our questions. Yes. So I'm going to say money myth. Okay. We, will, the three of us, will say our answers. And then George will tell us what the actual answer is. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. And George helped me come up with these. So some of them I don't even know the answers to. Okay, great. You know? Wow. Okay. Love it. Money myth number one. It is best to pay off your student loans as quickly as possible. All right, I'm going to hop in here. Yeah. Okay, so I think it's best to pay off your uh, non-federal loans, your non-government loans, mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. Your discover, right? Your... Mm-hmm. Sally Mae, all that bullshit, because that's where they can hike up the interest rates. Mm. But with daddy government, fuck him. You know what I mean? That's my that's my theory. They can wait. <laughs> they can wait until they give me my full autonomous rights. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So your answer is true. Yes. Okay. True-ish. True True-ish. 50%. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say false. I don't really have an explanation. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's because how do you pay them off and save and like do everything else you need to do in life, right? Mm. So I'm just kind of like, mm, I think you can start paying them, doing what you can with what you got. But, you know, <laughs> as quickly as possible, I don't know if it's realistic. Okay. I'm going to say it depends. Because I think with loans in general, it depends on what your interest rate is. And so if you have something that's like a really, really low interest rate, it might not make sense to like be kind of pushing your money towards that versus if you have something that's a really high interest rate, then it's like, yeah, get that shit down as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost the same I'm also in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What's the answer? The answer is exactly. It depends. Um, it's <laughs> so yeah. So there's there's the um, unsubsidized. There's the subsidized. Um, and so what subsidized means that the the federal government um, has has subsidized the interest rate. So it's a lot lower interest rate than you know probably a private practice loan. Now it depends on your situation. So there is the the public uh, public service forgiveness. Um, so if you if you work ten years for either a U.S. Um, governmental agency or state agency or um, a nonprofit 501c3 over the course of 10 years, as long as you're making those payments uh, every single month, you're not delinquent, then there's that forgiveness. Now, that's just in principle. It's not in practice. And recently in the news, I think they said like 95% of the people who actually qualified didn't end up qualifying because the, the Department of Education is under a lot of stress and it's just a mess right now. Anyway, um, but all that to say, so so if you are a governmental employee or you qualify for that forgiveness, then doing the minimum over the course of 10 years is proven to be to be the best option. Mm. And then it goes down to so for those that don't qualify, you know, it depends on whether you have an income based or a time a time frame based uh, payment plan, because what mm. happens is with the income based, you know, people say, oh, cool, I only have to pay like $100 for my student loans. But the interest is constantly accruing. Mm-hmm. So that's where you see these people. They're like, I started off with $40,000. Now it's at $120,000. Mm-hmm. So paying it off as soon as possible, getting on one of those term 
limits, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it be a five, I think it's like three, five or 10 year program. Mm-hmm. Those are the best because it it's the it's the least amount of interest and it's a guaranteed time frame as long as you're making those payments. Um, it's guaranteed that it will be paid off within that time frame where oh. if it's income based, you know, they're like, oh, you only make $20,000, so you don't have to pay $50. And meanwhile, these predatory agencies, you know, and mm. I could say that because they are predatory, right. um, especially when they're going into schools and talking to 18-year-olds to rack up, you know, thousands of debt without them ever understanding it. No. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, so getting ahead of it and if you're able to do that and get onto a term-based, do it, get it paid off as soon as possible. Oh, that wow. is such good advice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know. How yeah. do you get on that? Do you just call them? Do you have to qualify? Yeah. So so it's actually through the portal. So your student, uh, the student loan portal mm-hmm. that you, um, as you talk to each of the different, you know, what I would do is actually I would consolidate your debt if you can um, consolidate the student loan, keep it as a student loan because there are tax benefits, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the student loan interest uh, deduction, if your AGI is below a certain amount, all of that. Um, so, so consolidating that into another student loan, I know a couple companies that are great. I'm not sure if we could talk about them because of sponsorships and stuff, but, uh, there's, there's a lot of companies that are, excuse me, banks and institutions that have lower rates where you can consolidate them. They stay as a student loan. Um, so you're able to get that deduction for your taxes. Um, and then from there you can go into their portal and, and select the time frame, whether you want to do an income based or you want to do a, a term term payoff. And what is AGI? Mm. Oh, sorry, uh, your adjusted gross income. So that's, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like your income, all of your income, and then there's some other factors that play into it, whether, you know, they, they subtract if you're self-employed, all that stuff. But that, your AGI is line 11 on the t- uh, 2021 1040 form, <laughs> the IRS 1040 uh. form. <laughs> you make these forms sound so cute, George. <laughs> I try. <laughs> so cute, so fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. Check, check line 11, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Win a prize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First one to tell their EGI. Yes, <laughs> Wow, we we got to do a whole student loan. Yeah, with our friend George here. Okay, yeah. money with number two. Bank accounts impact your credit score. Bank accounts. <clears throat> so, like Fred's that just got hacked. Yeah. I feel yeah. like yes, yes, because like if you, yes, mm, yeah, absolutely. Because they, when I know when I go and check my credit score, they t- they show me how much money I have and then how much credit I owe, right? Or how much money I owe. So I'm going to say yes. And also I just think that if you sneeze in the wrong way, it affects your credit, credit score. Yeah. <laughs> if you fart in the wrong room. <laughs> Your credit score goes down. <laughs> so, yes. Um, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I think the same kind of like, I don't, like the debt to income ratio or like same as you. Right. The amount of money that you have versus the amount of money that's going out. Yeah. So I'm going to say true. I'm going to say false just to keep it colorful. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zesty. you're correct. <laughs> it's false. Oh, yeah. Hey. yeah. So traditional checking and savings accounts don't impact your credit score. Mm. If you have like, you know, overdraft and you haven't paid the overdraft fee and all that, that may go to collections. Mm. But having a checking or savings account in and of themselves do not impact your credit score. Okay. Credit scores are fake though, right? Like they were invented in the 80s. And why do we really? have Really? Yes. <gasps> 
Yes, credit score. So it's funny because exactly. So before the credit score, it actually was based off of your reputation. So like you'd go to a bank, they, you know, you, you knew you were credit worthy. Um, credit scores ended up, it was an invention to be able to kind of take away that, that, you know, goodwill, if you will, and, and kind of have uh, a, a system. Number. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. So it, you're right. It was, it was created for sure. <laughs> but before the, before it was officially created, it was just more so like, mm, you seem like a good guy. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. We'll right. give you this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The vibes. The vibes. The vibes. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's totally what it was. Like Letter of recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Mm. that's hilarious okay money myth number three this is our last one it is a good idea to pay the minimum balance on credit cards oh i know this one no no you gotta pay it all baby yep that's how i feel too same 100% 100% yeah. correct. Yay! <laughs> exactly. Just like the student loan example where mm -hmm. interest accrues, yeah. the minimum, it's it's another predatory um, belief. You know, people are like, oh, I only have to pay this much. But no, that interest is constantly accruing. If you have a 17% interest card, which is technically a good rate in this environment, <laughs> I know, which is crazy, right? Like, <laughs> you're not even, like, scratching the surface on interest in that, usually, typically, if you're paying just the minimum. Yeah, because yeah, the minimum payment... They'll be like, pay 15 yeah, bucks. Yeah, literally 25 yep. bucks. I'm like, like, this is like an $800 statement. <laughs> yeah, what do you right. mean, $15? I pay all my credit cards on Sundays. <laughs> church. The Lord's it's Day. Church. Yes. On the Lord's Day, we bring money into the yeah. fold. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Like the Catholic Church, baby. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, wow. Okay. It's a long-standing tradition where I come from <laughs> to bring money into Sundays. My tithing is just paying all these banks. Yes. Right? <laughs> like, let me continue to live. Okay, anyways. I know we all have many more questions for yes. George. I want to ask all of them. So let's jump in. After, After the, the break. break. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, everyone. Feels good to be back. Feels good. Feels good. All right, George, I want us to get right into it. Um... So some people have like formulas for budgeting. Some people do no budgeting. Some people's just like kind of a number. What is your overall philosophy on budgeting? Uh, I love that question. It's so funny because the understanding of budgeting is one size fits all. So you sit mm -hmm. down with a financial planner. They're going to say, okay, what are your goals? What, you know, and then they're like, it's, it's almost like they like negate the fact that you even give goals in the first place. Cause then they're like, you need to do 20% to retirement. You need to do, you know, 10, 15% to savings, all of this stuff. And what I learned is it's so constricting. Like for me, I'm not that way. As much as I am a numbers person, analytical, I also have a creative side. And mm -hmm. so for me, like sitting down and looking at a budget, it, it's always, my saying is a budget is a blueprint, not a constitution. And Ooh. what I mean. <laughs> Put that on a hat, George. Right? Yeah. 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 
right. Shirts and tees and cups and all that. Merch, merch, merch. Yeah, yeah, right. Do, do, do. Because like a blueprint can always be changed. You know, the city comes in and says, hey, you can't put a bathroom there. Okay, cool. We're going to redraw the blueprints, you know, where a constitution is set in stone. I mean, yes, you could have amendments, but as we know in the current political climate, it's stupid and impossible to do an amendment for women's rights and everything. That's where we are right now, you guys. That's recording this. Yes. Yes. The leaked Supreme Court doc happened two days ago. It is fresh on the brain. Yep. Very much so. Very much so. I would like a full refund on my taxes. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. When you pay for a service, you should be able to. I'm not happy. The customer guaranteed 30 days guarantee. I will talk to the manager of the United States. Uncle Scam. Uncle Scam. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Yeah. I am not happy. I am not. Okay. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. So the general rule is just that you know budgeting, like it, 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 not one size fits all. It, it depends on your goals. What are your ambitions? You know, do you, do you want to take into you know consideration retirement? You mm-hmm. know, and, and I have a lot of thoughts about that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, this is your budget. This is your roadmap. And so, so you need to be able to do something that that fits and works for you. That takes your personal life goals into consideration Mm. and something that is realistic enough that you can stick to it Mm -hmm. right because it's like you can make a budget all day but if it doesn't actually fit your lifestyle Mm -hmm. you're gonna fall off and then get you know at least i would get discouraged about a budget in general you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like this Mm -hmm. just isn't working for me right but it is important to yeah like really make sure that we are customizing it to our lifestyles absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah and that's i think that's that's such a good point because a lot of people fall off the bandwagon because they feel like it's unattainable Mm -hmm. and so it's like well wait a second like you can recalibrate this like there's nothing wrong with you know this month you had you know extra expenses like and you need to be able to you know rather than put it towards savings pay for those expenses by all means like yeah mm-hmm. it, you're, you're absolutely because like i think people get stuck in this mindset oh it's a budget so it can't be moved mm-hmm. it, you can't it can't budge yeah. <laughs> no mm-hmm. move yeah. that budget yeah. Like, yeah. move it yeah budge yeah. the budget yeah <laughs> yeah budge the budget i love that there's another another merch item yes another hat yes. another hat yeah. writing notes there we go yeah. another hat we got two hats y'all um so I want to time travel back a little bit to baby Chantel. She got her first big girl job. Mm-hmm. Money is now starting to come in on a regular salaried basis. What is the move? Money is in the bank account. Now what? Great. Yeah. That, that is a very good question. It depends on what your goals are. And that mm-hmm. comes back to, you know, understanding, okay, so I have, you know, I have taxes that I need to pay. So what I usually tell my clients, a good thing with that, if you're self-employed, your 1099 income, you're not only paying the, like the income tax is nothing in comparison to the self-employment tax, the mm-hmm. 15% payroll tax. So, you know, what I usually tell my clients is, look, put 25% aside for taxes, mm-hmm. uh, for federal, 5% for California, if you're in the state that, you know, here in California, you know, it's it ranges between, you know, zero and 13 percent. Um, you know, so I say at least do about 30 percent for taxes. Everything else, that's where you get to have fun with it and just mm-hmm. kind of say, OK, so now I have this extra money. How I'm going to budget it like based off of my goals. Do I want to buy a home? So, OK, I need mm-hmm. to start saving. So, you know, 
putting a large chunk away towards savings. Um, I, you know, want to travel. So maybe you create a separate bank account. That's kind of your fun, your fun account. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's getting creative with that process and, 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 and really taking into consideration what are, what are my long-term goals? If I'm not buying a home in the next five years, maybe I want to put towards retirement because mm-hmm. social security doesn't look like it's going to last, you mm-hmm. know? So, so it's, it's, it's really sitting down and, and, and understanding, you know, what is, what ultimately, what do I want out of this life? What is my purpose in this life? Mm-hmm. And then, and then allocating that income to, to those different sources. Hmm. Perfect. Okay. So I have a question. Wow. Yeah. I'd like to take it back to present Evan. We're going to get back in the time machine, take it today. today. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have a fixed income. Mm-hmm. I'm a freelancer. I have gigs over here, gigs over there. How do you budget when you have a variable income? Yeah. Because I get frozen and overwhelmed when Mm -hmm. it's time to sit down and actually write down the numbers and all the little envelopes and everything because I just don't know how much is actually coming in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. Sorry. And when, because the net 30, Mm -hmm. the next 60, like all that Mm -hmm. is really stressful Mm -hmm. and like confuses you budget-wise per month because it's like, well, I did this work this month. I'm supposed to get it next month. It hasn't come yet. What do we do? Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes back to to the the thirty percent for taxes. So if you you know most likely if you're getting variable income, you're self employed. You're getting ten ninety nine income. You know, uh, being cognitive of the fact that you are required to pay quarterly estimated tax payments. If you don't, you get penalized at the end of the year. But you know that it, it's usually a small penalty. So so at least putting that amount aside, saying, okay, I have 70% of this uh, income to work with. Um, there's something in the financial industry, it's it's called an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And what an emergency fund is, is three to six months worth of of living expenses saved away in, in cases where you have droughts. Um, so it depends on the industry, your your the stability of that income. So someone who is, you know, let's say in the entertainment industry who is self-employed, six months is a good idea. Now, I take that living expense and I put it on steroids a little bit and I say also put your your extracurriculars. So like, right. you know, you have two hundred dollars a month for entertainment. Add that to it, too. So mm-hmm. you take that whatever that number is, let's say, you know, rent, utilities, groceries, entertainment um and let's just throw savings in there for the for the hell of it it's two thousand dollars you know that's a good deal in in los angeles Mm -hmm. um uh you take that two thousand you multiply that by six you should have a fund of about twelve thousand dollars just for those emergency situations so it's an emergency fund if you're in a if if you have you're in a stable industry you you know are getting regular payments you know every every two weeks you know a check or you know a paycheck or, or anything like that three months is 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 recommended so mm. yeah having an emergency fund mm. is it gives you that peace of mind and knowing that I can survive for at least six months without income uh, knowing that it, it's coming in variably mm-hmm. without even having to change your lifestyle mm-hmm. and then if you do want to change it like okay let me scale back on the entertainment portion of it, then even that extra 200 that you're putting in for that can can sustain you a little bit too. Exactly. But what if you already have that established? Like, so if you, like, great, Mm -hmm. we got it. We've worked a couple years. We've got that, you know, $12,000 for an example. Then how do we go ahead and like make the blueprint for what comes next? I know we talked about like, uh, establishing or figuring out what you want in your life mm-hmm. um, and like is it selling or is it buying a house is it buying a car etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's really hard for me to figure out the percentage of what I need to put down for mm. all of those buckets when I don't know 
how much I'm getting in. Because like in one month, it could be like, oh, 20% for a car payment or whatever. That's no, that's nothing because yeah. I did well this month. But then the next month, that could be really hurtful. You know yeah. what I mean? No, that's a very good question, um, especially when you have variable income. So the, the general rule is, you know, 30% of your income should be going towards towards living. So that's like rent or whatever, like 30 or less, not saying you should max out at 30. Right. Um, so so if you're able to to have a benchmark and say, okay, at my lowest, this is how much I will be getting per month. And then s- taking that that amount, let's say it's $1,000. And then say like for, you know, like, like for auto, for instance, making it like 10 or 20, you know, 20%. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I can't buy a vehicle that's more than $200 uh, a month. Right. You know, so, so taking into consideration the lowest part of the month of your of your uh, of your income is usually the best way for those types of expenses. So knowing that when you are doing well, great, like you have a, you have a discretionary income that you could put into other other buckets. Um, but those like so I, I actually through the workshops that I do, we go through and we take a look at all of your living expenses. So your rent, your car, your all that. And we say, OK, so this is my current situation. This is how much I pay. Then we take into consideration what what are some alternatives that I would be willing to, you know, whether it's riding the bus or, mm-hmm. you know, doing, you know, buying a cheaper vehicle or finding, a, you know, a roommate or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of gives the person not that you have to make those decisions right away, but it gives you the flexibility and knowing that, oh, OK, so if I am in a, if I if I am going through a drought, I at least know I have these backup options that I was mm-hmm. that I am comfortable with mm-hmm. to be able to to enact those um, and, and go into it. So, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're don't go out there and buy a Lexus like that's, right. you know, like like the, the 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 biggest thing about, you know, budgeting is is with your living expenses, your rent, your utilities, groceries, all of that. Those are the things that you want to scale down the most because mm-hmm. those are the things that are going to be constants in yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you want to be like, OK, like I want to, you know, like I, I'm OK with living with somebody else or I'm OK with living in, you know, a cheaper, you know, a studio or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, because that will give me the peace of mind and knowing that that if push came to shove, I I am not allocating a large portion of my my income to these living expenses Mm. that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. it does and also that's exactly how i operate it's so interesting with like and i've always been this way with like apartments and cars i will find the cheapest option like i will Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm. like i will find it (laughs) i will find it speaking my language i know because the idea of having to spit like with having that constant like exorbitant amount every month is going to stress me out yeah. than more than like having these smaller fixed mm-hmm. or not you know smaller than what I would you know mm-hmm. maybe in a dream world have like right. live in this big huge house or have like a Lexus or a Mercedes or something but like that stresses me out more than just having like lower lower items mm-hmm. like lower. Mm-hmm lower cost for those items and then being able to have more money to play with. Now, I, t- I probably play too much. But I'm able to scale that back easily. Yeah. Yes. Because yep. it's something it's just something extra. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So much easier to say, I won't take that trip yeah. next month than it is to be like, I uh can't pay my car payment. Yeah. I can't exactly. pay my rent. That 
gives me nightmares. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. affects your credit score. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I just love that you were able to put it, because I think this is something that we've all sensed that mm-hmm. we need to do, mm-hmm. but to put it in words so articulately, like, okay, you know your fixed spending or what, it, what your fixed amount of what you're spending is going to be every month. So keep that down. You can control that. If you can't control your income, mm-hmm. you can control your costs. So keep those fixed numbers down. I just, wow, someone actually said it. I'm like, wow, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. and the thing is, like, I mean, and I'm speaking from my own personal journey. Like mm-hmm. when I, you know, I was working at one of the big four accounting firms. I met all these people who were making, you know, six figures, seven figures. And I felt myself keeping up with the Joneses, Joneses mm-hmm. and especially in Los Angeles. Like mm-hmm. that's, it's not, it's like, it's the entertainment industry and all these things. You see these people buying new cars and all these things and you want, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a representation of status, if right. you will. And so a lot of times people feel like they have to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, get that, that nice car or live in that, that, you know, high rise apartment or whatever. And at the end of the day, like it's, it, ultimately what you're doing is you're only hurting yourself. And mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. I literally went through two Lexuses before I realized like, mm-hmm. and then had to like refinance my condo for a few times and then eventually have to sell it because I got myself into so much debt, mm-hmm. um, just trying to keep up with the Joneses. And like, mm-hmm. thankfully I, you know, I was one of the lucky ones where I didn't have debt after all of that, but I learned from that. And I was just like, whoa, this is all bullshit. You right. know, this yeah. is all a facade. This is all, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what is it that like, it get, exactly. It gives me more anxiety to have mm-hmm. a $600 car payment mm-hmm. than, you know, the pleasure of being in this vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. But to that end, I think that leads us into your question about luxury. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I we do. are girls who love luxury. We, we do. love oh. luxury. We yeah. love nice things. Yeah. yeah. We're I cheap, but we like nice. We're cheap, but we <laughs> like nice. It. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's so wrong what do with we that. do? Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> We're in a pickle. The real, real. Uh, Yes, we know. Uh, Speaking my language, Um, but yes. So the actual question is: How do I effectively budget without giving up? Like, what Mm. feeds my mental health? Mm. And that could be anything for anyone, but for Mm -hmm. for for me, and I think for all of us, it's luxury. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that because, like, mental health in such a, especially being in a western, westernly dominated. medical uh, uh, society, we don't value mental health, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, uh, you know, the the doors have been like, uh, you know, flung wide open as far as like, you know, people saying, you know, try this, this, you know, like connect with spirit in this way. Or I went through this LA spirituality where I was just like, I was buying all these gems, Mm -hmm. I was doing all these things, you know, (laughs) like going to all these courses. Like this guy like promised me if I bought this package series, he would heal me, you know, all these things. It's so LA, like, you know, Um, but it's taking like what I learned along that process, too, because, like, you know, buying all these like eye creams, all these things like I I like my nice things, too. Like Mm -hmm. I I have no problem saying that I have a membership at at the Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center because I like to get my IPL and all that stuff. Like, you know, like so like, yeah. So like it's like taking the shame away from that without being exorbitant. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so what are the things that that bring me joy Mm -hmm. um, but are not making a everlasting impact on on my trajectory? 
trajectory as far as my financial goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it's it's an individual thing. You know, for me, what I realized was that like Sundays are my quote unquote Sabbath, where it's like that's my self-care day. That's mm-hmm. where I, you know, treat myself to to something like like it, it, it's putting these like incentives and rewards and especially like around savings, for instance, like, you know, people think, oh, well, I have to save, you know, like like set a goal and just say, like, look, I'm going to save you know, a hundred dollars this month. And, you know, and if you reach that goal, take $10 of that and, and go have a self care day, Mm -hmm. you know, like nothing like reward yourself, like make it fun, make it like, like as you're like, it's not this, you know, it's not this, this, this process of, of, you know, just, you know, piling up, you know, like squirrels and, you know, it's like, no, like this life is meant to be enjoyed. So give yourself incentives and motivation to be able to, yeah, I, I think mental health is, it's categorized as a as a as a uh, negotiable expense. Mm. I think it's right up there as a yeah. non-negotiable. So mm. like it has to be. It's a line abs- item. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. line item. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's a very important line item because your mental health then affects everything else. Your mm-hmm. living situation, how you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not taking care of your mental health, you're going to go to McDonald's and yeah. you know fill up on on you know all these yeah. trans fats and all these crazy you know pesticides yeah. and shit. Like yeah, yeah. Especially for freelancers, it's like if you have if like. If my mental health is bad, it affects like mm-hmm. the work. The, yeah, it, it affects the work. And then mm-hmm. the second that I'm kind of like, all right, I feel like refreshed and ready. It literally the next day work comes in through my email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. 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 You know? Just taking a pause mm-hmm. and just like trusting. Yeah. Taking care of yourself is so important. So, yeah, it's I, you know, I, I you know, to, to make it more practical, you know, 10 percent of your savings. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe open up a savings account and then, you know, once once you get to a certain mark each month, take out 10 percent into, you know, another fund that you yeah, can just like use that as your like yeah. luxuries. Yeah. Yeah. The luxury fund. The luxury fund. That's so much Mm -hmm. easier to think about it because then it's like, no, this is what that money is for versus like, Mm -hmm. well, I could be like saving more of it because that was my big thing. Like, especially when we were at BuzzFeed too, it's like, well, I don't want to go on like a vacation because I'm like, this is, but I've been like saving this money. I could just like Mm -hmm. keep using it because I was really set on like buying a home. Mm -hmm. And then my now like partner was like, no, but you also, you have to like do stuff like it's okay to go on vacation Mm -hmm. and so i had to separate it out to like this is my vacation fund Mm -hmm. so then that way it was like this is what i use on vacation if i happen to not use all that great it just goes towards my next vacation yeah Yeah. it's a mental thing it really is so mental because that feels better to me than pulling money straight out of my savings to go on a vacation yeah but it's the same thing it's yeah 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 absolutely wow absolutely Yeah. yeah Yeah, because then you enjoy it more too. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, this is this is for this. Yeah, right. yes. so I'm gonna. Like, I earned this yes. trip. <laughs> <laughs> Versus like, okay, I guess I'll go on this trip. I'll be stressed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. What we're getting here is that budgeting is like a mental game to trick yourself into mm. essentially putting your money in different little pots, mm-hmm. so you can feel secure. It's all mm. about finding a way to feel secure. Yeah, yeah. instead of placing rules on yourself 
Exactly. That's exactly it. And it's because, but, but that's the thing we, you know, everything we're taught about money, you know, well, the, the little we're taught about money, yeah. <laughs> you know, is that it's, it's rigid. It's, you know, like it, you're supposed to put this amount here and, you know, 401ks and, you know, the IRAs and all these things. It's like, wait a second, like you're not taking into consideration like that there is an individual there. And I think that's what's so mm. beautiful about our generation and this individuality. It's like, like we're realizing like, like one size does not fit all in no. so many different avenues. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's funny because all those different avenues, like, like, you know, whether it be like, you know, fitness, mm -hmm. uh, it be, you know, eating well, it's, you know, doing, you know, memberships, all these different things. Like we mm -hmm. are all our individuals. All those things are impacted. Like the, the one constant in all that is money. Like mm -hmm. that's the one constant. So why yeah. wouldn't we take that mentality that we have for all these other things and put that onto our money as well? Mm -hmm. That's not to say that, you know, you shouldn't be saving for retirement. And, and, and in my workshops, I go extensively about the importance of retirement because, yeah, but like there is, you know, when two thirds of Americans have less than five thousand dollars in retirement savings mm -hmm. and you see what's happening with Social Security um, and, and, you know, so scary. it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. so scary. Like, you know, and, and anyway, I could go on for yeah. days about that. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's it, we have to be able to take a look at at those things and 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 practically say, OK, well, if I if I could think freely about these things, but the, mm -hmm. but the, the, the block that people have is the fear around money because mm -hmm. there isn't knowledge behind it. That's mm -hmm. ultimately what it comes down to is that yeah. people are not educated on it. So they feel like they're doing nothing. They're they're constantly repeating the things that their parents have taught mm -hmm. them, you know? And mm -hmm. so then that cycle is now being carried over into the next generations and mm -hmm. until you break that cycle. Um, and so anyway, it's, yeah, it's it, it, the important, the, the, the theme of all of that is that knowledge is power and money is not a scary thing. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it, it literally gives you life, like yeah. <laughs> it allows yeah. you to have life, yeah. Yeah. Another question, I think, especially like in the freelance world, is that like, your income can kind of change like every year. So sometimes it might like jump up a lot. Sometimes it might go down a lot. How do you know like when to adjust your budget? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I think it's it, it, doing a projection, a projection budget, meaning like, mm -hmm. okay, so I, I'm a projected to take, you know, this job, it's going to pay me this amount. Mm -hmm. At least having a, a, um, an idea of how much you like how much you are going to be getting in the next couple of months then being able to say okay so with this amount that i'm getting let's say it's $30,000 then allocating that towards your budget maybe mm -hmm. it's important for you to to have a separate fund where you're like okay i you know i i want to have at least 3 months worth of rent because i'm not sure after that the, the this this line of work if i'm going to have you know work for the next 3 months mm -hmm. um so it it really is that's where the the budget becomes where you where you need to budge the budget because mm -hmm. you are in a in a fluctuating environment where that that just as as you are growing and evolving so is that budget as well so mm -hmm. seeing it that way and saying okay so i'm going to do a projection based off of what i'm earning this is how much i need to save because i you know it's it's just getting ahead of the game as opposed mm -hmm. to just um, allowing that money to come and then figuring it out after like literally sit down right before that process and just start, you know, whether it's in your head or you're writing it out saying, I'm going to buy, you know, I'm going to bifurcate this income by allocating this amount here because I know that I'm going to need rent for the, you know, this, this number of months. I know I'm going to need utilities here mm -hmm. and then whatever's left over, then you could put that into your emergency fund or a savings account uh, just to, to stash away in case 
that you know that that projection of not having work for the next you know three months turns into six months or mm-hmm. nine months or 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What type of budgeting template do you use? Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> so I'm an Excel nerd. I okay. love Excel. Um, I do a lot of uh, so my template actually looks like and I, and I actually do this in in my workshops. Um, there's a uh, it's 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 segregated out between your 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 life expenses, which I call, you know, those are your your non-negotiables. That's your mm-hmm. rent utilities. Then there's your living expenses. And those are your negotiables. That's like your mm-hmm. you know gym memberships, uh, entertainment, all, all oh, those so types of things. Life, ex- life expenses and then living expenses. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh huh. Yeah, and like then the that. last one, savings, and that's that's everything savings. That's four hundred one k, you know, retirement, yeah. IRA, um, you know, uh, uh, paying off debt, anything like that, or having an emergency fund. So yeah, mm-hmm. so seeing it that way mm-hmm. helps you kind of. So yeah, I have a column where I like I say, okay, this is my current situation, and then going back to that what I was talking about earlier about like taking into different considerations. Like I put in like a rough budget of like, okay, so if I was to have a roommate. You know, this is how much, whatever, mm. you know, and and then I just kind of see it that way and just saying, OK, so here here. So like looking at my budget and saying, here are my options, because mm-hmm. I'm also self-employed now as a, as of this year, I'm fully self-employed. And Hell I'm yeah. Having... <laughs> it's amazing. Yes. And I love it. <laughs> it feels so good. Um, yes. But it's also scary because it's yeah. like, you know, I'm like, I don't know when my next save. I don't know when my next paychecks are, or my uh, income is coming in. Yeah. So it helps me to, to say, OK, if I am in dire straits, I can consider this this recalibrated column um, and saying, OK, so I maybe I'm not going to shop at Whole Foods this time. I'm going to mm. go to Trader Joe's and mm-hmm. find organic food or I'm yeah. going to, you know, yeah. so, yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's it's definitely a uh, it's a it's a living organism, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> How often are you like checking it or opening this Excel sheet? Like, is it multiple <laughs> times a week? Is it? Uh, for me, a a month? Um, I'd say once a month for me, because okay. like I'll have a good idea like, OK, so this is my busy season. I know what's coming in. I'm going to like because I have separate bank accounts, too. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, another thing that's important, too. Like if you're able like I, I so I started this, I have like a, you know, one, you know, with one bank. This is where my um, life expenses come out of except for rent. My rent comes out of a different account. So like as long as I know I'm funding these accounts appropriately mm-hmm. for, for the month or at least like for months on end mm-hmm. um i know that i'm safe so and and the, the key is automate everything mm-hmm. like if you if yep. it's automatable automatable yeah i'm just word. accepting it i don't yeah. know yeah. Yeah. i like it Devin's like absolutely yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds right yeah. just googled it yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in webster now yeah. 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 so we're gonna use it if it's automatable automate it like yeah, yeah. Um, and that includes savings. Like mm-hmm. if you know that you're going to be getting this chunk of like, make sure that you set up an automated, you know, like to, to each of those transfer. bank accounts. Yeah, mm-hmm. transfer. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like literally like forget about it. Like I'll get notifications on my phone when a bill does come through and then I'll like check my bank account. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe once a week just to make sure that there's sufficient funds in there. Yeah. And then I have all these other levers that I can pull if I need to funnel money into it. So yeah, mm-hmm. for me, it's more of a like... I need that visual of having separate accounts. Yeah. You know, if you're able to have one account, great. You know, do it from one account. But are these accounts different banks, or is it different accounts within the same bank? Uh, both. So okay. yeah. So I have I have like I have a uh, one account that's specifically for like cell phone bill, utilities. Um, what else? Come charity, like those types of things. Mm-hmm. So this account, I like you know like 
work my tail off during my busy season and then I funnel like, you know, $10,000 into that because I know that my expenses that are coming out of there will last me a year. 10000 will last me a year from what's being withdrawn from my car payment, mm -hmm. all of that. Mm -hmm. Then there's my, my other account that's with a different bank and that has three different accounts. So one of them is strictly for rent. So as long as I know that each month that, that my rent is in that account, mm -hmm. we're good. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones are for my like spending. So that's kind of like, and, and here's the deal. So I, I hate talking about credit cards, but if you use credit cards appropriately, they're great. Mm -hmm. That that account is a credit card. So like I know that in, you know, like I, there were times where I had to lower my credit limit. Now mm -hmm. that does affect your credit score. Sure Keep does. that in mind. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, but I lowered my credit score to 500 because I knew I was like, I can't spend more than $500 a month. Mm. And so like that was my like fun, my fun one. So I could spend $500, no problem. But that's once also I... easy to pay off every month. Just, exactly. just $500, mm -hmm. you know, exactly. not just that's a lot of money, but you know, it's $500. It's not $5,000 mm -hmm. that you Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. And that, so that was like a mental, or that was like a physical budget for that's me. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. That's super smart. Yeah. Yeah. So like ah. having that, like, cause like credit cards are great if they're used appropriately. I mm -hmm. think the stigma around credit cards is when you pay the minimum balance or you have a, you know you rack up too much debt i mean obviously that's what credit cards you know that's how they make their money yeah right? but if you can like get those points and you know, yeah. pay it off every month scam yeah. scammer yes, yeah. Scammer, baby. yeah exactly the amount of free stuff i've gotten because of my points <laughs> yep. oh, yeah 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 Exactly. <laughs> it's like crazy. I, I love I love a good point. She loves a good point. I love yeah. A, good point. a save. I do too. Yes. I just cashed out. I'm going to Hawaii next week. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. You sound like, just like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm like, there I haven't go. paid for a rental car in years. <laughs> I love it. Yes. My, my phone, I got a free iPhone with my points. Nice. Get out. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Good. Like, it, I also cash, it's, it also depends on when you cash in your points. What? Mm. So when I cash in my points, I have like a, a Chase Sapphire Reserve. That That's like where I had these points. And at that time, on the Chase website, your points were worth a point and a half for Apple. Yes. And so it was like, instead of needing whatever, like 10,000 points. Right. You only, you like, you only needed a, it, it a goes quarter. Further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It goes 1.5 times back, further. It's back, by the way. It's back. Yeah, I saw. I got that email yesterday. <laughs> y'all, 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 yeah, yeah, But so it's like that's like a thousand dollars over a thousand dollars. That was literally free money. I got that from just spending my own money. Yeah, yeah. and then I pay them off every week because I'm like terrified of like yeah. interest and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. And that's the appropriate way to use credit cards. As long yeah. as you're paying it off every single month, mm -hmm. by all means, use mm -hmm. a credit card. And that's the thing. If anybody's listening who has credit card debt, yeah. get rid of credit cards. Like You need a sabbatical. Yeah. Like you need to yeah. like take a break, like, yeah. you know, like pay off what you need to pay mm -hmm. off, consolidate your debt, do whatever mm -hmm. you need to do. But like, I do not recommend this for people who, who, yeah. who do have a history of, of, not not paying off their credit card every single month yeah. or racking up a high bill, but not one size fits all. Exactly, yeah. it could fit you ten years from now. Yep. It doesn't have to fit you now. Right. Exactly. Even the like the suggestion of you lowering your credit limit mm -hmm. is so interesting. I'd never heard that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I, I've had other people who who were like, yeah, we got rid of all of our credit cards because we were just spending too much, and I was like, okay, yeah, like I totally get that. But then there's also the option of just opening a credit card with a lower limit or yep. you know because then it's like that way you still have that 
towards your credit score and so you can be getting 500 credit card points a month. Exactly. You know, it's like, yep. might as well. Yeah. So that's a really interesting way of doing it. And the banks don't advertise that. They don't want you to lower right. your limit. No. Exactly. I didn't even know you could do that until you yep. mentioned it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it does, it does affect your credit score, yeah. but the trade-off is you having a physical manifestation of a budget. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. this is like, I know, like I knew, like I think I had like a $50,000 limit on that's like, screw that. And right. I like dropped it down to 500 bucks and they're either like, are yeah. you sure? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Literally, mm-hmm. literally. Like yep. fingers in the air. Like <laughs> You know what works for you. Right, yeah. right. You know what works for you. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, so it's if, if that helps you, having multiple accounts, absolutely right. do it mm-hmm. like i there's nothing wrong with doing that because and, and, and you have to be able to manage it yeah. you know yeah. but if you're able to and that helps you that that helps me that's how yeah. i do it yeah yeah george so. this is not the last time you will be on this podcast oh, no, yeah. way. This no way so fun. we need a 201 yes. with you yes, yes. So no this fun. is our class our yes. the professor is in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i love it it's our friend george oh, thank you so much for being here george this has been amazing george where can the people find you um oh i'm on well it's funny i i do have a social media uh account for holistic budget but i'm never on it um but yeah just on my uh holisticbudget.com you can shoot me an email say hi um i also have a a, i wrote a book recently so i'm mostly on that yeah not related to money or anything yes diversify our interests (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's fun wow Wow. an author oh thank you oh he makes money fun you do make money fun Uh, it's supposed to be yeah yeah, thank you i appreciate that (laughs) well thank you for having me on i really i had a blast and i would love to come back for sure oh you'll be back absolutely absolutely all right y'all please rate review our podcast it helps a lot yes tell your friends yes tell us when yeah. you watch it we like compliments or I do love a compliment. <laughs> gas us up a little bit it's free it's free it's free and that's all you could hope for for a money podcast you yes. know what I mean yes yeah absolutely all right y'all we'll see you next week yay thanks George thank you <laughs> bye Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut-off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.